0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Get the Flick Out of Here. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Palowski. With me, as always, is Kate, Elizabeth, and Kate. Uh, this Last week was yours. You you picked out a movie and it made, it. you know... I <laughs> like your coffee. It
1: happened. It was yeah. a movie that happened.
0: It was a movie that happened. Um, you, you, you forced me to watch I did not know it.
1: you were... You were gonna seek revenge this hard, man.
0: <laughs> this here's the thing about here's the thing about here's the thing about bad movies. Okay, here's the thing about bad movies. Um, some of them are bad, and um, and also like you just. Oh, I want to. I want to turn this off. I don't want to watch it anymore. And I know. I know that if I turn it off now, I won't be missing anything. It's right. just generic, and there's no new ground being broken. It's it's as as normal as it possibly could be.
1: Not effect. even fun, bad.
0: Right. Not even fun. And then there's bad where you're like, it's not in, it's not that it's enjoyable. It's that I gotta find out what happens next because this movie is is bad, but also just so batshit insane you have to, you have to see it to its conclusion and brother thank god that if you make that choice thank god you did because the the end of this movie is so incredibly insane and the thing about it is that in the at the time it was made in 1984 um like it could not have been a safer bet it could not like uh, the I, this was made as as a big hollywood vehicle for i would wager the top heartthrob tv actor in the in america at least it it featured the acting debut i'm assuming of one of the biggest rock stars in america
1: Why are you assuming that this performance didn't say this screams I'm an experienced actor to you?
0: I mean, honestly, if this was his first movie or his 10th, I'm assuming he'd be the same in everything he was in. Okay, I'm purposely withholding the information about who these people are and what the title of the movie is as long as possible because it is just delicious to me that we can do this. And
1: Alex, I I hate to break it to you, but... Do you see the title of our broadcast? I,
0: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, here's the I know. Shh, shh. Maybe they haven't read it, maybe they can't read. Shh, okay, I think, I think, <laughs> I think when you think of our fans and illiterate, like that Venn diagram has got to come together at some point, you know what I mean.
1: No. Excuse me. Because I think our it, fans are the creme de la creme of what we do. They,
0: honestly, they they listen to the stuff that we say. They they can't be that smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the writer and director of this film, um, had uh, had written a, a string of very well received science fiction novels. I believe he was greatly involved with the the, the at least a mini series of, of one of them um and here's your first major hint would go on to uh to have one of his novels uh adapted into one of the biggest movies ever a scant nine years later after this came out that movie was jurassic park Michael Crichton Wrote and directed this movie that we are referencing today, um, which is kind of impossible to, to to believe once you've seen the movie. Uh, the movie stars Gene Simmons. It has to be of, a different. It's the same Michael Crichton, baby. It's the same one. I'm telling it can't you, it's it, there's there's it can't only be. one Michael. There's only one Michael Crichton, and that's him. Um Michael Crichton, uh, who of course from the Andromeda strain, which had been a big thing in the 70s, um, they said, We we believe in you, mm-hmm. sir. We're gonna give you money and, and and also access to 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 the sexiest man in America, Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. Um uh uh Tom Selleck. Uh this is the this is at the height. Of Magnum PI. This is 1984. The show started in 1980. It ran all the way till 88. This is the height of Magnum PI mania. Tom Selleck has agreed to do your movie. Also, we got for you the lead singer of Kiss, Gene Simmons, with without the makeup, but he's 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 there. He's going to play the villain of this movie. Like this is a big deal. You've got a whole built-in audience. Of, of of middle-aged housewives ready to sit there and, and and just ooh and ah all over Tom Selleck. Plus you got the people who were super Kiss fans. They're definitely going to come see Jen, Gene Simmons in this thing. Here you go, Michael Crichton. What's your movie about? And he says, I have this great idea. Um, what if there's, um, and I'm I'm assuming this is how he pitched it because this is the only way it makes sense in my head. What if there is an alternate timeline, 1984, where robots and robotics have become so commonplace, they're in every household in America. They're being used by corporate America to do things. This is not just like your normal assembly line stuff. This is like your housekeeper is a microwave on top of a stereo system rolling around your house. That kind of thing. Um, It is as though this movie is set in the very near future of 1984. But everything is the same except for robots are everywhere, but they haven't progressed past the happy birthday Polly robot from Rocky three or Rocky four. Like (laughs) it's the idea that, that we could, that, 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 that we could envision a world in which robots are everywhere and can be used from everything from simple construction of a skyscraper to murder. And, and like, and they haven't gotten past any of it um, it's insane
1: I think it's really mean that you would say such bad things about the Rocky robot
0: I mean listen happy birthday Polly Disparaging. It's actually that that robot is is so far beyond the robots in this particular movie beautiful. Um, did you know that so much Stallone hated that robot so much that he edited it out of his recut of Rocky Four? It's just not in there. There is no Happy Birthday, Polly Robot. No, I did it so not much. know that. Yeah,
1: that's so rude of him.
0: Um, okay, so you asked me before we started, how did I come across this? Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, I need to know what events in your life—I'm assuming drugs—would lead uh-huh. you to find.
0: <laughs> No, um, I know how I
1: come across AJ Lee's sister and Freddie uh, Prince. Okay, I know uh, how I discover that. How on uh, earth did this happen?
0: My uh, my best friend, uh, best man in my wedding. um, We were. uh, I was in grad school. He was uh, in undergrad, and we lived in a house together. um, And we were just we did everything together. And one of the things we used to do was we would go to Blockbuster. Yes, that's how old I am. We would go to Blockbuster.
1: Alex, what's a Blockbuster?
0: It's it's like a, uh, a large warehouse. It's very brightly lit. You walk inside and they've got VHS tapes all along the walls. You walk up and you say, I'd like to see this, sir. And they said, give you your card. And you had a Blockbuster card. It was a Blockbuster card. And you sent down and they'd scan it and they'd say, okay, here, here's your, you ever remember it back in two days or we'll set the government on you. Like it was, um, yeah, it was bad. Uh, anyway, um, we would go to Blockbuster and walk around the, the science fiction section and pick a movie that uh, they were like, this is going to be terrible and then we go and we get um, we get liquor and a pizza and we'd stay up all night watching really bad science fiction movies. We wrote a couple of them. Uh, we like we decided well, let's let's you know what we are an expert in this. Let's let's and I'll tell you the story sometime of the one we wrote and then like 3 months later a terrible version of it came out direct to video which means we could never release ours and ours was so much better. Um, but anyway, um, so that was that, and then uh, he lives in L.A. and I don't, and I haven't seen him since his wedding in L.A. in twenty fourteen. Uh, so last, so during the pandemic, we started a thing where, like, every Wednesday or whatever it was, every um, every Thursday, whatever it was, um, we'll we we'll have a standing phone date. And so, what do we talk about? Because it's really depressing during the pandemic to like talk about, like, you know, the world. So like, let's find a thing to talk about. So or we like, would
1: eat... what are you doing? Because yeah, nobody's doing? doing anything. You can't do anything, <laughs> right? So
0: we would pick a movie we each had access to through streaming, and that was our homework to watch the movie separate of each other, and then come back once a week to discuss it, like a like a two man book club, but about terrible movies, and. um one of the movies that I came across while looking for a terrible thing to watch was hold up. What Tom Selleck and Gene Simmons in a movie directed by Michael Crichton about robots, the killer robots. Okay. That's my pick. I pick this one. And, uh, and it's, it's become legendary between the two of us. We talked about it for like three hours. It was, it doesn't, it it doesn't make any sense. Well, hopefully this one will be less than three hours long, but we're already 12 minutes in. we haven't talked about the movie yet. Um, sure, yeah. Uh, Kate, uh, Tom Selleck plays uh Jack Ramsey, he's a he he's sure a does. De- he's a police detective in the runaway division. Here's the deal robots are everywhere, they do everything for us. They, this is this is not a movie that like that is is interested in talking about the ramifications of that that every single menial labor job in America is being done by robots. So is there like a universal basic income or is the homelessness population just literally 70% of America? Because all of the jobs done by regular people are now done by robots. So those people are out of a job. So now what? They, never, they, never, they will never address that. Nobody will ever ask about it. It's just a thing. I so, guess they're
1: all just robot managers or tried to be, <laughs> would be my guess.
0: <laughs> but here's the thing. The robots are everywhere doing everything for all of us and be- because nothing's perfect. We actually have a whole philosophical discussion about this in the movie, which we're not going to go into, but nope, nothing's perfect. So sometimes the robots malfunction and they malfunction often enough um, that uh, there is a whole subdivision of the police department that is just in charge of handling robots went crazy calls um and 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 that's where Tom Selleck finds himself working um um he has a new partner um uh Karen Thompson, I believe, is her name. She's young and blonde and vivacious. She has no experience with robots, so of course they put her in this division, and they, of course, they gave her the, the became the new partner for Tom Selleck, who's the, the robot king in L, the LAPD.
1: Does have experience in intense eyeshadow, as many women in the '80s did? Yes, yes,
0: yes. Also, something you notice if you if you're paying attention at all, all women police officers, in this version of 1984, wear skirts and heels. Mm
1: -hmm. Which, if you're trying to track down anything, is a really great outfit. Robots, Mm -hmm. criminals, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just like heels and a skirt are the most efficient wardrobe that you could possibly have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's, It's like an alternate 1984, where robots are incredibly advanced. Not really. And also um, that we're stuck in the, in the social mores of 1958. Like, yes. I, just, I feel like it's, it's definitely Mike Michael Crichton's perfect world. Um, so anyway, they, they get a call r- right away that there's a malfunctioning robot at a cornfield. You know, one of the multiple cornfields they have near Los Angeles County.
1: And exactly where you would expect robots to be
0: and so they're talking about this oh this model oh the this model the the 1912s oh they're terrible the 1914s are a little bit better but the 1912s they malfunction all the time you got to get an upgrade everybody talks in weird robot speech about like different models of robots um, uh, it's like it's it's like pc gamers talking about their gaming rigs but they could all they use is like codes for numbers and stuff um so uh she says um, they're talking about it. Like he says, how big is this thing? About the size of, of a hat box. Oh, that's the different one. That's the different one. Oh, the first one is they go they go in, uh, the, they go into the, the cornfield. There's a it's a big yellow thing with like little corn stock cutter downers in its in its, in its front. Yes. You know, and he's just going up and down the things, and he's going crazy, going all which way, going everywhere. And she runs into the cornfield in her skirt and high heels. Cause that's perfectly what she should do. And she runs up and this, this thing, it's a big, it's a, I don't know. It's the size of one of those, like one of those uh, little trucks that like kids ride around in that like go on their own pow, pow, power wheels. It's the size of one of those, but it's made entirely of like steel and she runs up to it and holds it right up over her head. I'm like, there's, there's no way that thing doesn't weigh at least 300 pounds. So, like, your prop that you gave the woman to work with is not that heavy, but there's no way practically that robot doesn't weigh that much. And then it starts sparking, so she has to drop it, and it runs away. And they have to go chase it down in the cornfield. This is their first little, oopsie-daisy, the corn robot went. Mm -hmm." And so we got to go chase it. I'm like, this is what you need cops for, apparently. Right?
1: I also love, like, the first people to answer the call are... Cops, not yep. technicians, not no. engineers, like it's right. the police department, right? And this scene, cinematically brilliant, just like the way that they're diving in the cornfield and sink, yep. it's just like the most insane.
0: It is, it is. Uh, also, uh, they, they take a helicopter out to the cornfield and they're like talking to each other about stuff. um on the way back from having, you know, stopped the thing from malfunctioning, meaning like they shot it or whatever, because, you know, they're cops. So that's basically how they handle every problem. Um, <laughs> um So uh, Tom Selleck is gets a call from Lois. On the on the headset in the in the in the uh, thing and the little the the girl whose partner, she's a girl. Let's be honest. She couldn't be older than twenty-one years old, and she's I'm new here. She's not
1: a girl. Yeah, there's I get a woman.
0: <laughs> so Karen Thompson, um, uh, is
1: super uh, creative name, by the way. Yeah, Karen
0: Thompson. Karen Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> Karen Thompson
1: super, generic yeah. white girl. Generic white girl. First and
0: last. So she is overhearing a conversation between. Uh, Tom Selleck and Lois and assumes that Tom Selleck is married to a woman named Lois. That's not the case. Lois Lois is indeed the robot housekeeper uh for 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 Tom Selleck. Um and uh, inspired
1: by the Jetsons, Rosie uh, rolled so that uh, Lois could run.
0: Yeah, well Lois couldn't run. She barely she totters back and forth throughout the kitchen. Um <laughs> Um, I'm trying to remember exactly in what order everything goes down. Uh, I think this is where he uh, she goes there. Yeah, she goes to the house and meets the the son, Bobby. Yes, who is? I'm going to say eleven, but written as though he's six. Um, you know, very precocious. Um. Uh, but anyway, a very Dominic uh,
1: Mysterio thing. If you watch us on our wrestling content, <laughs> sure. he's presented like a little boy. Yeah, he hasn't uh, he hasn't done hard time five, yet. Five he, years younger.
0: He <laughs> hasn't done hard time yet. Yet, uh, he will. Um, but it's also it's the same kid who played the lead in the movie Flight of the Navigator, which is one of my favorite '80s science fiction movies, uh, and done well in that it takes place in present day actual 1986 or whatever and the technology looks like it's super crazy high technology i guess because aliens made that technology but um anyway it's the same kid uh and so i'm I'm like i just keep watching going like you're gonna be in a much better movie in like a year and a half so don't worry about it Um,
1: (laughs) kid don't sweat it this isn't your swan song this
0: is this is not this is not uh this is not their peak you're, good, you're But gonna get
1: imagine being a little kid that uh, gets told he's gonna be in a movie with Tom Selleck and Gene Simmons with Magnum P. I. You're That's probably like, awesome. "This is
0: and Gene Simmons." Oh
1: God, yeah. The guy from Kiss, like that yeah. band, I'm not supposed to like, but I do. Like totally in that do era like. of Kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. God. Yep. And then it's yeah. and then it's this movie. Mm-hmm. He was like, all the girls in high school in a few years are gonna be all over right. me.
0: And then this happens. No, and so she uh, she comes to the house. She meets Lois. Lois is like, um, uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, Bobby did all of his homework. He got an A in, in his math test. Uh, I am making I am making macaroni and cheese, uh, but again, it's a microwave on top of a speaker stack rolling around the house on roller skates the most precarious way possible, but it's got, like, one arm that just kind of just does this, and at the end, there's a there's a fork, and it picks spaghetti up out of a boiling pot, and it's like, hello, would you like some spaghetti? But it's the, hello, I'm Lois. Um, and uh, so then there's some, some... I
1: legit, at this point in the movie, was like, is there supposed... Is there, like... Because you know how some of these movies will have, like, these... BS allegories for society or whatever. I was Uh, like, is there supposed to be an allegory here that like people are better than machines?
0: (laughs) Um no. Anyway, when when um when Karen Thompson leaves, um uh, uh, like is this a person I should commit to memory? What should I list her as? Uh, Officer Thompson or or Karen? Ah. I have listed her as Officer Karen Thompson. Um, oh, I am detecting a power surge from Bobby's room. <laughs> narc. Uh, so, so the, the, of course the cop would have a narc for a housekeeper. Um, so uh, he uh, he goes into <laughs> Bobby's room and uh, oh no, do we lose? We lost, we lost. We lost her. We lost. Ka- okay, hold on. 22 43 22 write that down. I lost Kate. Kate's back 22 mm-hmm. Oh, no there we go from 2240 22 let's call it 2240 to 23 minutes ish. We lost Kate to her internet. 22, R. P. Twenty-two, forty to twenty-three. Let's say twenty-three thirty. 30. All
1: right, five. R.I.P. Five, four, three,
0: two, one. Um. So uh, he goes into Bobby's room, and Bobby is watching a little mini TV uh, under the under the sheet. Um. And I'm not sure. I, I'm honestly, I don't know if this happens before or after the big call. I think it is the big one. It is the big one. This happened. This whole thing inside the house happens afterwards. So they go back to the to the to the to the police station after the the cornfield robot,
1: and they. I do just like, have to pause though, because like, what is what is this technology that's detecting a power surge? What is the advantage of Rosie making your macaroni and cheese when it's like mm-hmm. the like it's not the most efficient use of robotics Mm-mm. and it's also a very unclear technology like I'm detecting mm-hmm. a power surge like are you are you monitoring electricity in the house? It's yes, just a very yes. odd
0: yes, I monitoring electricity thing. in the house um so uh they after they get the cornfield robot thing. They go back to the police station. Oh, Stan Shaw! Remember the the one guy who died in Monster Squad? The black police officer. He's a black <laughs> police officer in this movie too. He doesn't he doesn't die though. Um, but he's he's the he's the he's the one police officer who they never let leave the police station. <laughs> he's got the, a man before. He's, he's, he's the he's the he's the bot he's a robotics expert who's there like checking out all the all the malfunctionary robots, making sure everything's. You know, whatever. Um, So they're there, and they're, all of a sudden, there comes like a we got a we got a call. It's a, it's a seventy-five twelve, and or whatever the number was. And and all it's of a sudden, numbers. he goes, he,
1: uh,
0: he he just goes, oh oh no! And she goes, what's a seventy-five twelve? That means there's been a fatality involved with this particular robot m- malfunction. The ro- it means the robot has hurt people or whatever. So they go to this house. And when they get there, they get the rundown for everybody. Here is something that, I don't know, it's weird. weird, Again, it's an alternate 1984. Um, The freedom of the press needs to be curtailed in this version of 1984. (laughs) Because there's just the press on site in a closed crime scene. Like like they're literally live broadcasting uh, to the network with a, a microphone in between two police talking about the situation. Like, I, that's not, that's not how they do think that.
1: It's it's like symbolic of the way media interferes with our lives. You know what yes, I mean?
0: You're right. No, I'm totally going
1: right. to, I've never done drugs before, but I'm going to pretend I was stoned when I watched this. And that, those are going to be my insights from this point good. forward.
0: Sounds good. That's, that sounds great. We'll play a little game. Um, so, uh, so anyway, they, they're, they're talking about this thing that went, crazy and so it says that there is a like a one-year-old in a crib in the playroom in the back and there is the mother of that child and her sister and they're both dead um that the robot killed them and if you're asking yourself well must it must be a, a a big robot to to murder two two women? <laughs> they straight up say in the script about the size of a hat box. A it's 1984, and this woman Karen Thompson, who says so, is 20. Are we doing? Ha- are we measuring things by the size of hat boxes
1: at this point? A weird unit of measure. I noticed we, like, that as well. About the size of a hat box how big is a hat box? Like,
0: how how big of a hat is it? Like, I feel like that, that the size of the hat would determine the size of the box in which you keep said hat. But like about the size of a hat box, as and he goes, oh, I get it. Like, no, you don't. How big is that? How big is the hat? This hat, the one I wear, fits in a much smaller box than like, let's say, the size of a hat worn by Lacey Evans circa 2018. Like, it's a very different size of hat anyway um so it is but it's a very small robot and it's very low to the ground it is like a vcr scooting along the the,
1: the, the and i'm like it's basically a do, roomba like it's not yeah, it's a,
0: <laughs> yes this a roomba killed two adult women <laughs> by stabbing them to death with a kitchen yes. knife And I was like, maybe you got the drop on one of them and like sliced both of her Achilles and she fell to the ground. And then you got a good, a lucky shot in on her jugular. But the second woman, that's on her. I'm sorry, that's on you. If your sister was murdered by a Roomba and you walk in on it, it's on you to get away from the Roomba. You know what I mean?
1: Or take a blunt object to it. (laughs) Like it was so small
0: stand here's what you do you know what you do to get rid of get rid of the get away from the Roomba
1: stand on the couch that's it you you win you win you know unless there's a go-go gadget arm or something but it is it was it's a square-ish Roomba
0: that's just tootling along so they're trying to determine how they're going to handle this right um this guy, this thing went crazy. It's got a kitchen knife. There's a baby in there, so they're trying to handle like the maybe the reason that the, that it hasn't got killed the baby is because the baby's in the playpen. I'm like, yeah, because because Ro- a, a Roomba it can't get in the playpen. <laughs> you know, as 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 per the nature of a Roomba, it can't get in a playpen unless you put it in there. Correct. Uh, this is not. In have which climbing. case, it
1: could keep it so clean.
0: Ro- it Roombas can it. Roombas cannot climb playpens. Uh, it's just right there. It's right there in the instructions when you buy the Roomba. It says, Cannot find pay play, play. Yeah. yeah, um, so they're deciding whether or not they're going to go in there. Um, and uh, Tom Selleck is very angry at the press for putting microphones in his face with the, with the big video camera right in his head as he's trying to figure out what to do about this. and He's yelling at them, and his the other police guy's like, Hey, come on, we can't say that stuff for the press, <laughs>
1: whatever. So and it's just like, you know, it's like symbolic of the fact that not only does yeah. the media interfere mm-hmm. with our lives, oh, it it puts the younger generation in danger.
0: Mm-hmm. It does. It does. People kids are gonna see this, you know, don't you know? Um, so then they hear gunshots in there. Um and uh and like where where did it get a gun? Uh, but they 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 can tell by the sound of the gunshots 357 magnum they can they know they can tell by the, by the hear it. they hear they have a little they have a little robot that listens to gunshots and can tell you what what it, like they have little robots that help the robots do all the other robot tasks um and so they um so here we go um <laughs> uh they decide well we can't now the robot can kill the baby without having to climb into the play, playpen so we, we got to do something now. Um, meanwhile, uh, the dad has come home from work, and he's distraught. Um, it's like, he's, he's got a gun. Like, oh, my God, he's got a gun. And then he says, oh, he must have gotten into the gun safe that we keep on the floor of the closet. <laughs> because that's the only place that the Roomba could have gotten the gun from. If the Grumba then also knows the combination to the gun safe, it doesn't say that. He had to open the
1: door to it. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Um, but he says, uh, oh my God, Uh, he really has gone crazy. Who? Who's gone crazy? And I was like, like, you know, Michael, our robot. No, no, no. Uh, He doesn't say who, uh, uh, he says uh, Luther. And then they they cut to uh, Gene Simmons looking as evil as possible. Like more evil than well-wearing the devil face paint. Oh, um, by far, uh, walks onto a closed crime scene and nobody says boo. Just he just sidles up there, hands in his pockets, just like this. It's like he's just, and he's always glowering at everything. Um, the paramedics are there, all these other cops. He just walks straight up onto a crime scene and just stands there, looking. I wonder if that's the guy that might be the villain. I wonder. No, um, so uh, we hear. This uh, that the, the woman who's the reporter saying, uh, Officer Jack Ramsey is now uh, putting on his electromagnetic scatter suit and will attempt to confront the robot inside the home. We are sending in our cameraman to document everything live on the air. And so, so of course, um, Jack Ramsey's in there and here comes the cameraman, giant light on his on his uh, camera Just huge, huge, giant friggin' like huge nineteen eighty four sized camera that he's using to capture everything, Um, and uh, and immediately uh, the robot shoots and kills the (laughs) cameraman. Of course,
1: of course. Uh, uh, And you um, can be a pretty basic Roomba to don't take out that guy. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. That guy was that might made himself a target for a Roomba with a with a three seventy seven Magnum. So yeah. Um, so, uh, what, basically it's like a taser that shoots lasers. It's a laser taser, um, is, is, is is, is what, is what, uh, Magnum PI has. And he shoots, shoots it with it and it disables it. Right. Um, maybe, maybe every home, if you're going to have one of these things that these murder Roombas, maybe you should have like a laser taser in the house. Like as a make, make make those available. Listen, if we're if American public is deemed uh, worthy to um, listen, if you outlaw taser lasers, only outlaws will have taser lasers. So I believe we should arm every household with taser lasers, yes. just to make sure that they can use the taser lasers on the robot, the Roomba robots, when they get the gun.
1: I still am having trouble with the gaps of how the Roomba get the gun in the knives.
0: I don't know. The the are you keeping the knives on the floor?
1: On the floor. With and the we don't we don't see an extension arm or anything Mm-mm. in the Mm-mm. like it's a very uh it's like such an obvious thing that you would we're not nitpicking when we're like right. how did the Roomba get the gun and the knives? Like that's something that should have been answered and wasn't no. really.
0: The guy, uh the dad ran away. He wasn't even there when they brought the kid out. He just ran away. What a that, that, that kid has no next of kin besides the <laughs> father that ran away, um, and uh, and so they take the 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 hatbox Roomba murder bot three thousand, and they the take Roomba hatbox
1: three thousand, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, the murder Roomba hatbox three thousand. It um it is uh they take it back to the to the to the to the police station, and they're they're checking it out, and it turns out there's a little modification ship in there that's not supposed to be there. And when they try and mess with it, it explodes. But Sanshaw's very smart, and he knows when it's about to explode, so he knocks Karen Thompson out of the way, and they all both fall down, and the thing explodes.
1: Very um, dramatic. Very, very, very
0: dramatic. dramatic. Very dramatic. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember how... Um, uh, Oh, this is the next day. They go to a regular old... Hey, our construction robot went bonkers. Boop, boop, and they go to one of those calls, and this is this is um, uh, <laughs> this is where they um we find out that uh, Jack has vertigo. Jack cannot be uh, on heights at all. Um, so the woman uh, who is there's like a four person a forewoman i guess the foreman uh forewoman of the of the thing she's there she's talking about it. I'm like oh um you got a lot of robots working here oh this is nothing you should see the the site downtown there are no humans working there when we're building that skyscraper um there's like i don't know half a dozen people on the ground floor and then all robots everywhere with those robotic arms moving stuff hey look this is our problem we got a stacker up there that's stacking things but they can't be stacked it's just dropping 75 bam, pound bags of concrete from like the 18th floor all the way to the ground. And uh, Tom Selleck is standing there not wearing a hard hat going, well, that's a that's a problem. I probably should move, but I'm not gonna because that would be weird if I did. So yeah, they're just dropping hit uh, giant bags of, of,
1: yeah, my God. Considering how advanced the technology is in this mm-hmm. and the electromagnetic, whatever the heck, yeah, You would think, like, a basic hard hat might be something.
0: Nope, could've... nope. The forewoman is wearing one, but n- neither of the cops are, I don't believe. If I yeah, can, if that I was... Remember Bad move. Um,
1: yeah,
0: so... Uh, also, RIP the
1: camera guy from the scene before. Like, yeah. he doesn't really...
0: No, they... don't really they, pay respects they, to him. Pick up. Well, this is the thing, is that... I remember, they... uh The seat I described before where they go to the house... Yes. And they meet Bobby... That actually happens after the whole thing with the crazy murder Roomba. So we actually hear on the on the TV broadcast that that little Bobby is watching, um, uh, like something along like our 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 brave cameraman Steve, whatever his name is, died tragically while trying to, and then he clicks it off. So like at least they were like honoring Steve
1: I'm on here, the broadcast.
0: Oh, that's, that's nice of them. Um, a, a little a fund has been set up to donate to. His family's robot, because every because you got, um, robot GoFundMe, robot GoFundMe. Um, anyway, the phone call so,
1: happens after. It does happen after. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. So they, uh, they are, um, they, so they do that, and then they go the they go back to the to the crime scene because he wants to like you know. Figure out what happened, and they have like the little thing where, like, they have like the little strings that show you where the where the where the where the bullets all went. And of course, they all have a trajectory of from the floor up because it was a <laughs> damn Roomba. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, and there's there's uh, th- of course, they have basically the version their version of like the ring doorbell camera. Uh, yes, which d- did not exist at all in any form in 1984. But fully exists in this this um this alternate. This movie version.
1: inspired generations of technology.
0: Yes, it did. Not only do tell. we
1: have the door, like ring bell situation mm-hmm. now, but I would think microwaves on top of a speaker cab is not mm-hmm. far off. Like I no. think we as a society are pretty close, and it's scary. Yeah, yeah it's it is. Scary. It is.
0: It is. It is. It's one of those things. You know, it's it's an allegory for the human condition. Um. <laughs> So they, um, they, they're, they're looking through this camera, and people who are, like, talking to the guy, they, they find out the guy works uh, as an engineer for a software company or something. Uh, one of those types of deals. R- robotics. He works in robotics. I feel like in this Alternate 84, the one field you should go into, because they're going to need more of you, is Robotics. Like,
1: so that was my question at this point of the movie: is isn't every human now in robotics if they have a they job? Have to. In they have some to way. because
0: the other thing is that um, that we we get <laughs> we get like hey uh, I wanted to talk to you about that project uh, Dave whatever uh, so I'll see you at work and like those people who are talking with some Girl Scout selling cookies or whatever and then we get Gene Simmons. Hello, this is Acme Robot Repair. I'm here to service your whatever, your Hatbox Three Thousand, and um, and he, he's the most evil man in the world, oh, looking yeah, into this The
1: Hatbox Three Thousand is amazing. The Hatbox Three Thousand is that model. The Murder Hatbox Roomba Three Thousand. Yeah, or I guess it's the Four Thousand. Is like a, yeah,
0: it's the right. elite. It's, it's the made upgrade. By, It's the upgrade. by. Uh,
1: uh-huh. Dirt Devil. You,
0: you, you got to make sure you read the terms of service if you just click yes and then click okay then it gives them the license to di- download the, the murder software and you, d- right. you just don't want that you don't want that um, i didn't
1: realize dyson was such a shady company but here we are
0: true <laughs> um so uh they so hold on go back that part of it was erased like part of the the little thing the rest of it but we do hear acme robot repair and i'm like this is the name you came for your fake company that you could sneak into yourself not not some guy you paid criminal mastermind but you yourself putting yourself on the video camera so that you could come in put the chip in the robot and then erase not all of your file of you talking like you didn't like wear a fake mustache or anything just just but he's also Acme Robot Repair like the name of the company that makes the shit that blows up Wiley Coyote while he's after the Roadrunner. I was
1: just going to say, yeah, that was in my notes. That was the name of your fake
0: robot repair company.
1: My notes just have Looney Tunes with a question mark after Acme. Acme
0: Robot Repair. So, they're trying to find this missing, uh, wayward, um, uh, um, guy um oh we also see luther working like i guess like legit working at this science place so he's he's himself as an engineer who was just decided to turn to the dark side he's not like a criminal who hired some engineers to do a project for him he's actually a scientist himself and he's jerry-rigged all this stuff himself um but uh he's there and he's talking to some guy and he's like hey um, you, uh, I really would like uh, my share of the money uh, now, uh, Mister Luther, because uh, I'm, uh, I'm the guy you're going to kill in this scene. So I need to, to to make you to piss you off enough that you won't want to kill me. Uh, this is the, oh sure. That was
1: sure. a little telegraphed, admittedly, yeah. when he said uh, I'm the guy you're yeah. going to
0: kill. Yeah. in this scene. I mean, the way they had him play the part, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> <What>? But. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, uh mr luther uh i really i really would like uh to demand uh my share of the money now sir um uh, i'm i am withholding the the templates uh, uh until you pay me sir i i have my wife told me i have to get the money now sir like he's you know, definitely that character uh but um so anyway there are templates to make more of these chips so they can put these chips in everything and i don't know Take over the world. I don't know what the deal is, why they need so many chips. You need like six. Put in the right robots, and then you can you know com- commit murder for hire. I don't know what the grand plan of Luther was. I know he wanted to sell the chips to like terrorist organizations and the mob, but like once everybody's got the chip, no longer is there any like you want these things to be uh, to have it's supply and demand. Right. If you have fewer of these chips, they're worth more. If you mass produce these things, which is what he wants to do, I need the templates so I can make more of them. But if you have a million of them, they're worth a dollar a piece. You got to make sure you only have like 3 of them and then and and you have the technology to make more, but you don't have to do it now until you get the demand for a new one. See, I don't I don't know how I don't know why I'm explaining this to criminal mastermind Luther, but I am.
1: Um you know, I think ultimately his goal was to rock and roll all night and party every day. And so true. there's there is that to That's consider. True. Um it's true. but it is a quality over quantity thing. Shouldn't it be like we have four of them and they're unhackable and blah 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 versus like mm. look at all the chips we got.
0: Right. Um, But anyway, um, he's like... And that guy's uh,
1: such a weenie. Like, I don't know, if you're capable of making a murder robot, maybe consider not being the only person in the room with Gene Simmons.
0: Right. So anyway, he's like... um, He... So so, so this is all. They are in the men's locker room of this science building. Which I didn't know there was one of those things, but they do have a men's locker room. There is one door in and out. Right? (laughs) Right? OK, Gene Simmons is in there with him and um, and they're talking about, uh, oh, of course, I have the money for you right here. And then this guy without like he's, he sees somebody walking past the door in the one of those little viewfinder hole in the windows. And, oh, and he wasn't like, oh, OK, I think the coast is clear. He turns around and Gene Simmons is just gone, vanished. I don't know. he jump up into the air ducts. Where did he go? There was only one door in the entire place and you were standing by it. But then he turns around and he sees a briefcase. He opens it up and it was a bunch of money except for, ah, the old trick. $100 bill on top. The rest of the pack all just like copier paper. Yeah, see, that's, you got to watch out for that one. So he's very angry. And then the first taste that we, got, that we get of the spider robots. I don't even know how to describe these things
1: fully. It's the um, greatest movie of all time from this point forward, I would say. Uh, <laughs> Oscars. Oscars. Oh my, uh, it's a,
0: it, there's a towel on the bench, and it starts sh- shaking a little bit. And from under the towel crawls. It's, it's a little silverish rectangle with some antennas on it and six legs. So they're, they're called spider robots, but they don't have eight legs. They have six. So really, they're insects. Insects. I mean, come on, Gene Simmons, at least be accurate with your murder things.
1: got a couple more legs on it.
0: You can just put a couple more legs on it. It's fine, but it's the, the legs don't. It doesn't actually move. You can you can almost see the pa in the back with a t- with a fishing line, kind of gently tugging it toward the camera, like it doesn't actually move of its own volition. These are the worst looking, like, I was a kid in 1984. I mean, certainly by like 1988, my brother and I had remote control cars. We were zooming all over the place. The the best that a Hollywood movie starring Magnum P.I. can do is like a little piece of metal with some weird jointed legs on it that jigger back and forth, but don't actually propel it forward that's the best you got like it's it's it 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 looks like something that uh like if there was like a robotics club for third graders this this would win second place in their science fair like it's not even first place
1: that's what was amazing about this movie is it's supposed to be alternate timeline futuristic-y but it feels like they didn't even nail down present-day technology, never mind future technology. Like, they really were like, this is going to be so advanced. And it was like, you didn't even nail down the technology in an inventive way that you had available to you just in the 80s. When I say the animatronic trolls from Ernest Scared Stupid lap this...
0: Oh, my God. Lap
1: this. I mean, it's
0: just... (laughs) I I mean, I, I, I... I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know how else to describe. Like it's. It's. It's so bad. Like it, they don't. They don't even function as the way. It's. It's. It's like like they gave the contract to a robotics firm who works with Hollywood, and they forgot about it until the night before the ro- yeah. the, the, the robotics firm. And this is what they gave them, and they were like, "Well, we have to shoot all these scenes today because tomorrow Tom Selleck has to go back." To Hawaii to start shooting season five of Magnum PI
1: to have a real um,
0: right. like on, right. honestly that the only thing that would make sense is that they were shooting this on and I know that's the case because in the 80s if you were contracted to do a TV show the only time you had to do a movie was in that summer break so they only had so many weeks to shoot this thing and then Tom Selleck had to be back at otherwise CBS would sue the, the company making the movie. Like, so you had to do it. So we don't have time to I get wish these they robots did. right.
1: I uh, wish what, they what? did sue the company um, making this
0: movie. <laughs> you don't have the time to get the robots right. So this is must be must must what must, must be what they had. Um anyway, the way that this robot kills him is it jumps on his face. <laughs> I mean it it doesn't like you can tell he picks it up and puts it on his face but it's supposed to look like it jumps on his face and then uh, a little a little thing comes out the the nose of it like a little a little injector thing and it gets it right up by right hair under the eye and then it explodes like it lights on it's fire it's basically and-
1: mudamist
0: yeah <laughs> he injects him with mudamist that explodes so it's it's also a um a, what do you call it um a kamikaze Type situation where we it, it yeah. knows it's a suicide mission going in. Um said said goodbye to his little baby robot spiders at home and said, Daddy's gotta go, he's not gonna be back. But you know, Same. in the service of 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 great Gene Simmons, we must perform our duties. Um I don't believe anybody got a call about this murder. Maybe they did. I'm not really sure. I know they investigate the firm later. I don't
1: think the runaway department did.
0: Yeah. So, which is odd because it would seem like you know, hey, there—a robot jumped on a dude's face and exploded. She probably called runaway department anyway. Um,
1: like, they, especially uh, when it's from a robotics company, that it cool. was one of their employees that died yeah. feels like. Um,
0: yeah. So the so the guy um, goes. Uh, so they 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 track down whatever dad from that first from that the dad runaway. They they, they track down they tracked down the runaway dad. Um, and he's staying at the CD motel. And, and so I don't know how they tracked him down, but they just did. They're like, hey, is he in there? They say to some random guy standing by a coffee cart, yeah, he's in there. Maybe like they had a private eye who tracked him down for them, um, which is weird. Maybe they had a, a Magnum private eye. I'm not really sure. But they go in there and – Gene Simmons walks up to the same coffee cart right after they're there and just says, coffee, black. And is handed a cup of coffee and immediately starts drinking it. He didn't pay for the coffee. I don't know. Like, they was just coffee, black. Mm, yum. And he, he just drank the coffee. He handed didn't, right didn't, to didn't, him. Yep, right right to it. Very odd. I'm not sure how that... How does commerce work in this 1984? Is like all coffee free if you ask for it. Um, So... They go up there, and this guy has uh, set an alarm up with like cables and like cords to the door of his of his hotel room. So when Tom Selleck knocks on it, like an alarm goes off or whatever, and then he opens up the door, and the guy starts shooting at him. Uh, like, hey, I'm a police, and they got, so they're like you're coming with me. Do they? Do they? They're wanted for questioning. Come on, we're going here. You can't take me out there. I'm, I'm a sitting duck out there. They're gonna kill me. So uh, he's like, come on, we're going. And he takes him out to the cop car and the the cop car door is open, right? And he's got one foot in the car and looks over and sees Gene Gene Simmons standing at the same coffee cart 40 yards away. And he pulls out of his inside coat pocket the most student film ass (laughs) wannabe Star Wars blaster pistol I've ever seen it is the like it was like uh hey my cousin's got a soldering gun he can totally make our the gu- movies the, the the weapons for our like it's just
1: it's crazy how ill-efforted the technology and the guns are when they're the focal point of the film right. like right. this is what it's about and they look terrible yeah. right
0: um so the guy sees that and runs away rather than diving into the cop car and saying let's get out of here he runs basically past gene simmons down an alleyway <laughs> um and tom selick runs after him uh and eventually catches up with him and lightly pushes him on the back of the shoulder and he careens into the garbage it was a really bad stunt um and so he's like what are you doing come on we gotta go and Dane Simmons then appears at the end of the alleyway. And he's got his student film ass Star Wars gun. And he shoots it. And, and uh, a bullet about yay big comes out of it and starts like, chasing them. And then you see from the perspective of the bullet. And, and it's, him, it's chasing Tom Selleck, who is behind the other guy. At one point, though, it passes Tom Selleck and goes after him and finally shoots and hits the guy uh, in the back. But I do not have the capability to do this. I'm not the kind of person. I always have these great ideas for, for, for joke things to add to our show. And I'm really, really bad at all things technological and that kind of stuff. But what I needed to do was to clip the part where it's just them running from the, 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 the camera on top of the bullet. And then just do the Benny Hill music to it. <laughs> That's basically what it is. It looks like that, because they're, like, they're all moving like this. It was really sped up in a really weird way. Um, and so uh, Gene Simmons is like at the end of the alley and shoots this bullet, and nobody thinks like, "Hey, maybe we should go after that guy." Because um, Karen, Karen Thompson's right there. Driving around the, the 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 cruiser with her high heels and her skirt. Uh, at one point, in she her skirt. Yeah, I was gonna say she was. She gets out of the she gets out of the cruiser, adopts a spread legged stance, pulls out the gun. I gotcha, I got gotcha. you. Hey, turn around, says she because the little the Dave is runaway dad is running toward her and then she runs away. She won't shoot him because you know she's a she's a you know, Um. No, of course. So, not. yeah. So, so they, they, then they like, they try and like, okay, so it's, it was an explosive heat seeking bullet, and they have a, they have one that they, they, they like, they realize that the way that, that, um, we don't know why it went after him and not you. Um, and then they were like, I don't know. Hey, let's have a cigarette while we think about this. We're inside. It's eighty Let's have a cigarette. And they flick the lighter. And the thing goes beep, beep 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 beep. I'm like, oh my god, it's a heat-seeking bullet. Like, and then they go, uh, yeah, but why did? Uh, oh well, everybody has a different different heat signature, and it was able to determine that it was runaway dad's heat signature and not your heat signature, and that's why it didn't shoot you. And I was like, but how does the rope? How does the bullet know that while it's still in the gun? Like you tell, like look for this particular heat signature. So you have to get close enough, presumably with a different robot. You have to get close enough to to your victim to to make sure that you can you can map the heat signature. Then upload that into the bullet in your gun, and then shoot it at him. If you get that close to the dude, just shoot him with a regular bullet. Then,
1: <laughs> well, like I, I mean. <laughs>
0: Okay. Anyway.
1: I just... The advancement, too, of the Heat signature gun, when you oh. didn't go out of the way to explain how a Roomba got a knife and a gun, oh. like, wouldn't even explain an extension arm or anything beyond that, is incredible to me. Like, it's, it's... They go so deep in on something that barely makes any sense, and then the most basic fundamental things in the world are yes. just so... It feels like it's a parody when you're watching it and it's not. Right. It's a sincere effort, but it is a joke. Yeah. So <laughs> they just didn't know they were they, telling it.
0: Right. They they go to the that robotics place and they're trying to find you know what's going on who this could be. They do like a cuz Karen Thompson saw the guy but didn't do anything about Gene Simmons just saw him like a, a, Perfect enough to like give do the um um oh what's the the, composite sketch, composite sketch, which is done futuristically by like by this woman who's like holding a giant iPad and going like, So, how big were his nostrils again? Like, she's pointing at stuff. Uh, she's also uh wearing a skirt because she's a lady, uh, of course. Um, and um, this used uh, to be a
1: proper country in 1984, Alex. So And, I just love that, like...
0: Hold on, hold on. Back when lady cops were man. Okay, anyway. uh, (laughs) Sorry, I had to. Um,
1: But, like, to your point earlier, no one thinks, and at this point in the movie it was glaring to me, like, you don't think the guy that showed up unannounced and just stood there at the crime scene earlier might have something to do with this brilliant cops? You don't think Jane Simmons, who was just looming in a crime scene for no reason... I don't know, might be related to what was going on yeah. here. Not a single yeah. one of you Crackerjack cops thought of this. Yep.
0: Yeah. Great. So, <laughs> good. So, uh, so, so, so stupid. So uh, <laughs> they go, they go to this place and uh, it's just like, it's just like two guys talking shop with, with detective Jack Ramsey and um, uh, Asian security guard talking about the upgrades they've made, the modifications made. they made to the different. Oh no, no, no. You You, you can't you can't use the 7214s they they're not they're not good anymore oh, they're no. outdated you they, they got to get the 7318s uh it anyway, is like so-
1: dad's talking about advanced models of lawnmowers. It is just.
0: <laughs> it really really is um um so uh i forget cuz i think i might have just like had to do something else around the house and i came back in. i didn't want to rewind They wind up like I know. They wind up uh, realizing that um, Kirstie Alley, who is uh, an 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 administrative assistant,
1: rest in peace. um,
0: Yeah, uh, is is uh, being held hostage by a copier robot. I don't know what an office robot like. uh, He he's got a um, he can shoot lasers. I don't know why the office robot needs to be able to shoot lasers. That feels like overkill, almost literally.
1: Maybe just out of defense, like in case some other laser-shooting robot came in, they'd have something to fire back with.
0: I think that's that's possible. It's possible.
1: I Um, do love that it was like, you know what?
0: In case they fired their previous office robot who came back disgruntled with a a laser cannon, you need need security from your new laser robot you knew officer Robot.
1: alternative 1984's version of going postal
0: yes exactly yeah exactly this also is 3 years prior to her uh, beginning on cheers so shout out to um, the casting so, director
1: of cheers who saw her in this and this alone and was like
0: a perfect replacement for shelly long perfect this is this is her um <laughs> but uh so she's um they find out that she is not only, I guess, after they, after uh, he doesn't have his electromagnetic scatter suit on him. So he's just going to go in there blind and take it by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, throws something at it to, to confuse it and then smashes it with a stapler. I don't know what the hell it was. It was some big implement from the, from the office and smashed it. And the security guard's like, hey, I'm going to have <laughs> to file a report um like it was trying to kill me and her so i i I did it whatever talk to the city about it um so anyway they i guess they find out that not only is she the executive assistant to charles luther you're right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yes because the regional manager of course is charles luther um He's, he's basically the, the Pokemon-evolved version of Michael Scarn.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. This has to be what Threat Level Midnight was based off of in yes. some
0: way. Yes, yes.
1: Wow. Yep. 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 Um, Brilliant.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, this <laughs> Threat Level Midnight. Um, so, uh, anyway, not, not only is not only is she his assistant but she's also his assistant in bed uh it's his, his girlfriend um and so they they they're trying to like get her to tell sex. him right yeah exactly um <laughs> they're trying to get her to tell them where he is you know uh and finally she's like um she she tells and she's like oh no but if i tell you then he's going to kill me oh whatever i'll tell you anyway he's downtown at this big hotel and he's doing some deal with bad guys um, and so they go and they're going to like take him out and they bring like four cops. Oh, I should mention also the chief is played by GD Spradlin, who was also the, the police chief in police Academy. And uh, what other movie did we watch that he was the same character in? We watched the movie with this, with this guy. He no, don't, not GD Spradlin, GW Bailey is the name of the actor. Um,
1: oh, there were he was in a couple, wasn't
0: he? He's in a couple movies we've we've done already. He yeah. was very ubiquitous at the time, but he was the, the 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 top cop everyone was trying to play pranks on for the entirety of the police academy series was this guy. He only ever played one character, uh, and 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 he was he's he's very good in this too. But he's um anyway,
1: which is so like he played it on both sides of the coin, which is kind of fun, like mm-hmm. in a serious and a silly way.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, this is done entirely without his authorization he becomes very angry when the, the, the thing, this little things happen. Um, so, uh, Tom Selleck is able to sneak into the adjoining hotel room where one of the hookers is, uh, taking a shower, uh, but doesn't know that he's in there until she turns and sees him there and is like, shh, get out of here. Uh, and so she does, she, she runs away. Um, and then he, and he tries to, they try to. I don't know. Blow the doors open on the other room, and he tries to sneak in. Um, and so they got them. They got them all cornered uh, with just Karen Thompson. There's a bunch of cops out in 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 the hallway, like at least three, because two of them are killed later, and one of them is wounded. But they don't come into the hotel room. Just Karen Thompson comes through the front door of the hotel room, and then Tom Sell comes to the side door, right? Um. And uh all these mob guys are like, uh I guess you got me. Um and, but Gene Simmons it's just like middle- not
1: that far off from what happened.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> all right, Kappa, I'll go quietly. Um, but um Gene Simmons looks up at a roomba on the ceiling. So it looks like a smoke detector for a second, and then he it's he, a ceiling he does roomba. This, he does he does this, he does he does this. I don't know if he like blinks at it and works code, but he blinks at it several times, and it like detaches itself from the ceiling, floats down, and emits smoke everywhere. Okay, which really confuses like two seasoned police officers. Um, and uh, and then uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Gene Simmons takes out his big student film ass gun. And shoots regular bullets at the two mobsters. I guess so they can't talk and tell everybody. Isn't it him, or is it, or is it Tom Selleck? I thought he did it. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: I think you're right that it was him, but I did not put together that it was
0: like regular,
1: regular but, bullets but, out of the
0: same gun. I mean, it is right, like because they don't explode like everybody else who hits one. Like there's a shower of sparks when they're hit by a by one of those bullets. Anyway. Maybe he's shooting the same bullets, and they're, less, they're they're set to stun. I don't know what's going on, um, but he shoots those things. He takes his his uh, hooker girlfriend uh, hostage, um, and he shoots Karen Thompson with one of these guns. And uh, I guess they're saying that it hit her in the in the forearm, right? Because she covers up and hits her in the forearm and gets lodged in there. Uh, and he shoots a couple more times at Tom Selleck, and then goes out in the hallway with the girl as the hostage. Uh, uh, there's a couple, this is actually why you want one of these little bullets that, that can travel around corners because um, as, he's, as he's walking down the hallway, the cop ste- steps out from around the corner and goes, freeze, and shoots a couple times, but misses because he sucks. Uh, and then he dives back around the corner as Gene Simmons shoots and the bullet goes, zoop, zoop and goes and kills him. Around the corner, which must have been very surprising for that cop, because like I would he doesn't know so. he doesn't know that they have like like cops uh, boats that can go ninety degrees, you know.
1: And just hilarious how this just ends up being a fight scene where the robots don't really come into play that much at this point. Like, no, no. it's just a combat scene, and the robots are almost inconsequential, other than the fact that it kick-started it. But like, right. I was like, so now we have this whole scene where the robots aren't even really involved. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: um so tom Selleck runs uh after him after this guy's shot like three other cops and he uh goes up the stairs and he goes up to the roof and immediately he's like oh uh, vertigo um and luther has very helpfully left his uh hooker girlfriend um on the roof just sitting there not didn't kill her or anything um and I thought there was going to be, like, a whole thing um, more about, like, what do you know? But they like they asked her a couple of questions, and that, that's it. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was weird. Um, but anyway, Tom Sella can't, um, can't follow uh, him across the rooftops because Vertigo. So the vertigo. Uh, Luther gets away. But then there's a whole scene where um, uh, G.W. Bailey, the, the chief, is there. He's very angry at Tom Selleck for for setting this whole thing up himself without a warrant
1: none no of this stuff no authorization
0: no authorization you got to run it by me first um i'm the angry police detective police captain stereotype character you got to run it by me first um every movie of this of any, any every movie which which had a cop hero in the 80s that cop hero had a boss who was angry about everything all of them um, and it was
1: often this exact actor.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's true. Um, so there's a whole thing where like the, the again, the press is right there as they're arguing Always. about what to do. Like, um, so um this this guy, the, the the EMT is like setting her arm up really nicely. She's basically in a hotel bed. In this, they Yeah <laughs> kind of IV drip and everything's like that's okay, good. We're take her to the hospital now. And the top like, You can't move her. well, well we got to take her to the hospital. we got to take the bullet out. That's not a bullet. That's an exploded shell. That's an unexploded shell fragment. That's what he says. And the and the paramedic looks back at her and goes, Oh my god, you're right. How would you be able to verify the thing that he just said by looking at her from 10 feet away?
1: <laughs> he says, Oh my god, you're right. Oh my God. Uh,
0: yeah. Um so and, like, not says, his
1: expertise, clearly. Like, not the no. doctor's expertise. Right. He or says, EMTs. Yeah.
0: Right. He says, um, I'm going to take the thing out of her. And uh, and I, I think, like, G.W. Really is like, we don't have insurance for that or something. <laughs> like, um, you can't do that. We're going to use this robot. And, and the robot is, like, it's on one of those, like, a TV cart from, from grade school. And they're rolling it in, and it's got this big, weird, honking robot arm, and it's like, gyr, gyr, gyr. like there's no way you can perform, like at least get something that looks like it might perform delicate surgery. You got yeah, some, like you precision you know it,
1: it, surgery.
0: It looks like the same robot that was dropping seventy five pounds of con by bags of concrete off the skyscraper earlier.
1: It's kind of like the one thing. that was making macaroni and cheese. Like it does, it honestly, and- don't you think surgery would be like one of the first places you would try and have robot advancements? You, you would think. Like? You would think.
0: Um, but instead, uh, he says, I'm gonna do this, right? And um, and she is uh, like, no one has ever been more in love than she is with him in this moment. It is very, like, ah, yeah. She might be in shock. But she's like, yeah, she's totally in love she's with She's like
1: Dollar. Bugs Bunny, hard eyes, all of a sudden. Yes. yes. Um, he's taken shrapnel yes. out of her so that some something right. exploded could happen later. I'll tell you what. No, there you go.
0: There you go. Um so uh so he he's able to perform the surgery. Like and it's, cop it's surgeon.
1: Quite,
0: yes. The, the thing of it is, is that like you never see his hands. They never show a shot of his hands using anything. They show him sitting next to her and they show her being in pain and him going, but they never show what's happening like at all. So they show a couple, like they show shots of the X-ray of the fragment still in there, but they don't ever show like the actual active thing of taking the bullet I don't know why, but they, well, it's just they like couldn't. a
1: symbol for like how sometimes the things mm-hmm. that hurt us most and are going to be the most lethal, mm-hmm. you can't even like fully look at, you know? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: The things that hurt us are the things that help us. Um, anyway, so he, he take, he's able to take it out and he flings it behind him and it explodes the entire hotel bar. Um, There's a bar in that hotel room and it just goes, all the all the gone. wine glasses, Gone. Uh so it's a good thing he got it out of her arm,
1: I guess. Yeah, would have been Um, bad.
0: Smash cut to, Um, her arm's in a sling, they're at the police station, and he says, Uh, would you like to go out for dinner? Like right now. Like she just had a she was just shot.
1: (laughs) She was just shot with an exploding. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. And I just took that out of out of you, right? Um And he explains that he does this for all of, with all of his partners to talk to them, you know, about regulations of the, of the industry, you know, bog standard stuff. Right. And she is alternately disappointed and furious at him for it being like a regular thing that he does with other people and not like a a date.
1: It's and, not a date. And, I fell in love with you 20 minutes ago when you were taking, right. when you were performing surgery on my arm. I'm so this is, mad. This is, this is, um, this,
0: is, what, um, this, is this is what, this is what I wrote, is what, this is what her eyes were saying as he was, as he was explaining that it, it's the thing he does with all of his partners. He says, she's saying, oh no, I'm so disappointed you didn't take advantage of a highly emotional situation to have sex with me, thereby ruining any chance of a professional relationship. Now I'm gonna run away in a huff. Like, if he did this, I, I'm. I hope he could be written up. Like, hey, yeah,
1: that
0: hey, would be. Uh... This, is, this is a very highly emotional situation. I'd like to totally have sex with you.
1: Yeah, that would be manipulative that, that, and
0: abusive. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that with your with your partners. I hope he doesn't do that with all of his partners because that would be bad. Um, That'd be really bad. So, uh, we're, so by the way, here's alley is still there and they're gonna, they're gonna put a bug somewhere on her, a, a, a bug that works for them as opposed to bugs working for Luther. So they have to make sure that she's clear of bugs. And the way they do that is have everybody stand in this bug detecting machine and, as um, you know, as it was, um, yeah. right. Um, so there's, um, she gets in the thing, uh, oh, there's, there's a bug on your blouse. Take off your blouse so I can take that bug off you. And she takes the blouse off. Um, and then, uh, she immediately just reaches up onto the lapel of the, of the thing and takes the, the bug off and gives it to, um, Tom Selleck. You could have just done that while she was still wearing the blouse, you know. Right, Um, but that would have been sex. They scan her again. Oh, on the little inside of her bra cup, there's another bug. Wouldn't you know it? So she has to turn around and um, and take off the the bra to give that to the lady cop, so that which you could have just reached up and taken. You know why? I know you can do that because there was a third bug on the on the waistband of her skirt, and she didn't have to take that off. She just walked up and took the bug off the waistband of her skirt, and get, it. Get, she didn't have to take any of her clothes off, but you made her do that because we had to have a very vital piece of information, which is that she's got horrible whip marks all over her back, which I guess implies, though with with no evidence whatsoever, but implies that Luther has been beating her with a whip right she's in such a sexual relationship with him or I don't know an extension cord I don't know what but it's never addressed by the other characters in the scene with her it is never brought up again and like are were you worried we didn't think this guy was enough of an asshole that you had to show us that she was or were you trying to show us that she's like in an abusive relationship i i i don't know why any of that was necessary every time i i Every time I think of this scene, I'm like, "There's no need at all to show this those, especially if no one's going to address it."
1: And that was the odd. weird part. It felt like there was a supplementary scene here that got cut out or something. Of yeah, just like
0: like Tom Selleck and Karen Thompson notice the whip marks and look at each other and then don't say anything. And it's yeah,
1: like, they're kind of like, "Holy crap!" Yeah.
0: But like, I I mean, not that I would believe this. She could have like fallen out of a window into some really thick. Blackberry Bushes. You know what I mean? It's a very have, sexual no, relationship.
1: It could be BDSM. We don't know.
0: We have no idea. But I think they're trying to implicate something. I don't know. Um, uh, they put her in a car with Tom Selleck and a robot driver. The robot driver is just a mannequin wearing a, a, a wearing a police outfit. I don't know why <laughs> the robot drive. Couldn't it just be a driverless car? Couldn't the car itself be a robot?
1: Self-driving car, yeah.
0: Like, do do you need the... man? Does the mannequin push down on the gas pedal and the brake?
1: And, like, like, to clarify, are there human-looking robots, too? Because so far we've seen insects, we've seen a Roomba, and we've seen ones that look like they're on some sort of bar cart. Mm -hmm. And now there's one that's human-looking, or Mm -hmm. mannequin-looking. Like, it's it's a... to say it's all over the place is an understatement. Right. Why, if you um, wanted to have a murderous robot, wouldn't you use the one that looked like a human? It had human dexterity. I don't know. I, it's, I don't know. It's
0: oh, this... By, by by. the way, this these robots do not have... These these mannequin robots don't actually move. They're just sitting there. They're like crash test Yeah, dummies. they are kind
1: of just pinned there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, good. I don't know why we have this. Um, but anyway, so they're in the backseat of this one vehicle driven by a mannequin. Karen Thompson is driving a different and they're driving on the freeway. And two hitmen who we've never seen before, and will never see again, are driving a different car. And this different car has a hole in the floorboard. Okay. And these hitmen drop Roombas, very fast Roombas um, that are attached to bombs out the bottom of the car and they are going after the car that has Kirstie Alley in it, right? Because they want to blow it up before she can... Whatever. She's also carrying some of the uh, little chips and also some uh, the templates or whatever. Um, oh, that's the thing that they're coming after. They want to blow up the templates. They want to blow up the templates even though he wants the templates. So like, if I can't have them, no one can. I'm not really sure. But yeah,
1: I kind the, of read it as like, if they're not in his hands, I definitely don't want it in the good right. guy's hands. Kind right.
0: of thing. that, that, yeah, anyway. Um, so, uh, anyway,
1: howdy, James Simmons.
0: Mm-hmm. But these hitmen are just dropping Roombas, like an, apparently an unlimited supply of Roombas that are all rigged to blow after going after Christie Alley out the bottom of their floorboard of their vehicle. Um, Uh, Some are apparently coming from the front of of the Tom Selleck vehicle, and some are coming from the backs, which means there have to be two Hitman cars. Um, Otherwise, that doesn't make any sense. Um, But again, never mentioned before. We've never seen them before. We will never hear about them or see them again after this scene. Um, And out the top of the vehicle that is being driven by officer Karen Thompson there is a laser cannon that comes out the back and is able to lock on and shoot lasers at the little roombas that are that are and she's able to control this while driving her own vehicle um and i don't know if she, this, this is a very elaborate defense system against a very specific threat that, to me, suggests that this, in this scenario happens often enough that you've had to come up with a defense system to counter it. Hit men riding around with floorless vehicles to drop Roombas out of to take out police cruisers must be a thing that happens all the time in LA, which again suggests maybe we should stop with all the robotics stuff. Because if this happens so often that you got to install laser cannons on the top of certain police cruisers, this seems like a problem. Um, um, but or is it like yeah. a
1: nuclear defense thing where you just knew this was going to happen,
0: right? Maybe you know, maybe, um, but. They're able to, she's able to blow up all the things with lasers before they can get to it. But then there are like six at a a time. Like, I'm seeing at least half a dozen signatures coming toward your thing. All right, well, we got to get out of this car then. Right? Um, Oh, wait. Then he finally tells her to like empty her purse. Um, So she, she has the templates in a little microfilm or whatever. I don't know um and throw your purse out of the vehicle and then a couple of them explode her purse a couple of them go right right to her purse and explode it so maybe there was a a homing signal on her purse but then a bunch of them are coming after the car so they have to open the rear door of the car they are in and and traverse from one speeding police car into another um and Kirsty Alley is able to do this. Um, I don't know how, but she's she's not a, she's a police officer. She Doesn't have a lot of training in this area, but she does it. Um, and uh, and then they're in the regular car and they they veer off away, and uh, all the all the bombs explode. The mannequin, uh, cop car. Poor poor mannequin cop. Only two days to retirement. Um, and uh-huh. uh, isn't that always isn't that always the way? Um, so. So then, they they go uh, out. They're, they're going to draw out Luther because I guess he he calls them or something. I don't know. Uh, meet me in this place or whatever. And she um, the, the very a big outdoor restaurant type of thing, right? There is a casually racist sushi stand, a robot sushi stand, uh, where. Uh, there's a it's a neon it's a it's a sushi chef with a neon big knife that goes up and down like this you know how the neon lights do that and um and so hello you want sushi and it's like why why is the why is the, the robot sushi it's unmanned it's just a stand here with like a little it's like a little little cart and it's all closed off and there's a neon sushi chef and he goes hello you want sushi. And I don't know why, why does he have to talk like that? That's so odd. It's like, yeah, give me a couple of California rolls and a whatever, and does a, okay, come right up. And like, why do you, why'd you make him talk like that? And then it just, it, it just drops out some, like it prepares the sushi inside the robot does, and then it gives him, they got sushi now. Um, I don't know. And again, entirely, it has nothing to do with any of the plot. There's no reason why it's there because immediately Luther goes, hello. He's like, he's talking to him like, hello, it's like, it's on his earpiece, like, Luther, where are you? Like, I'm here. I'm having a little date with your partner. She's, she was had nice enough to give me access to her earpiece. So they've been at this restaurant. They, again, the plot, the plan for how they were going to handle this was never explained to us. We just see Kirstie Alley and yeah. Tom Selleck, who you absolutely believe at this point Tom Selleck is going to wind up with Kirstie Alley. If at this moment, yeah. you believe He's going to wind up, because he already rebuffed Karen Thompson, he's going to wind up with Kirstie Alley. She's the gangster's mall who winds up with the cop. It's an age-old story. It's always done. And so they're having an argument about why she needs to leave Luther, right? Um, and th- there's no reason for the sushi thing to even be there. And all of a sudden, it's like, hello, I'm here. So he, he was able to infiltrate this meeting and kidnap, basically, and hold hostage the partner a cop in like 30 seconds (laughs) yeah it's very it was bad um so how about this go sit down have your sushi we're gonna talk about this and um uh like all right you you send her over with a microfilm and then i'll send over your partner now we're gonna do this at the same time says micro mic and PI. all right on the count of three and um they both walk toward each other right um but I don't know why Karen Thompson gets held up by this wall of people in this restaurant, like a couple of waiters. I'm sure they're, they're singing happy, 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 happy anniversary. Happy, 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 happy anniversary. Um, to some couple. And then, um, we, uh, we get Kirstie Alley makes it all the way to him. Right. And she plants a big kiss on him. She hands him the microfilm, uh, or whatever. And, uh, and then he switched out a switchblade and goes and stabs her in the base of the spine, right, right at the bottom of her skull, um, while she's kissing him on the cheek. He's like, are you stupid, Ramsey? This is this isn't all of the templates. How would she just handed them to you? How would? Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so he he then he shoots a couple of times with his student film ass Star Wars gun. And mm-hmm. uh it, it hits a couple of tables but doesn't explode them. Uh and then he runs away. And we we can't we can't get after him. But um they put a bug in the template microfilm thing that, that she gave him. So this is the bug. So um they they found the bug that they, they trake they traced the bug to a men's room. Um and they were gonna get into the we're gonna go in there and we're going to find him. And Ramsey just shows up by himself in street clothes with a shotgun and he's he's going to go in there and take him out in the men's room. And they go in there and they kick down all the doors and in one of the men's room, stuck into the toilet paper roll is the bug. And he's like, all right, well, okay. All right, this is... He gave us the slip. I'm, I'm angry. I'm going to go back to the... Hey, you, lady cop, who was the 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 technical expert who did the composite sketch. Come on over here with your skirt and your high heels. Why don't you just, you know, do the procedures and do, do some things, see if you left any fingerprints. I don't know what's going on. You do this thing. Hey, uh, and you you watch the door while, he, while she does it. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and go away. And so she's like doing her little scanny thing, right? And out of the, the maintenance closet wriggles a little spider robot uh and the spider robot um jumps up on her face um and uh then uh attacks her and then the other cop who was watching the door runs over and then somehow that same spider robot attacks him and they both light on fire and they're both dead and oh that dirty luther with his dude his spider robots tom so so angry um but yeah, I don't understand why. By other, uh, the only other lady cop on the force had to get it too. Um, but uh, yeah, those, those spider robots, man.
1: Well, she, she wore pants once, so yeah. she had it coming.
0: She she was she wore pants to work once and was immediately sent
1: home to change. Yeah, of course, um, I while- do. It's so weird how many times in this movie, considering all the quote unquote robot technology. Like, we have face-to-face interactions. Like, and just are using regular guns or whatever. Like, there's just no delineation between, like, what technological advancements do to protect you versus just create kind of, like, an obstacle or try to enhance delivery of technology that's already there. It's just so weird how, like, how many times we get, like... It feels like they go out of the way to include robots in the movie, but at the same time, that's what the whole movie's about. Like, it's very, very odd. Very, very odd.
0: Very true. Um, The... While Tom Selleck is out doing this, Gene Simmons, wanted for murder of multiple police officers, not to mention all of his other crimes, waltzes into the police station because he's wearing a police uniform. Nobody does nothing. This, I mean, listen, I don't know how it was in 1984. I don't know how, it, how they operate in alternate 1984, but every police officer would have memorized this guy's face, every one of them, because he's killed three of their own. It, this is the longest a, a cop killer has remained on the streets and/or alive in the history of police being killed, and nobody even thinks he doesn't wear a fake mustache or a hat or glasses. No, or nothing. He just not even face into,
1: painted. He's Gene Freaking me. Simmons.
0: Thank you. Nothing. <laughs> doesn't even make any any attempt to disguise his identity. But he's wearing a police uniform, so he's fine. Um, Nobody
1: checks the badge. Nobody. He he pulls out of his police
0: officer's pocket a skewer with an eyeball on it. Assuming this eyeball is glass or something, because he holds it up to a retina scanner and it says Jack Ramsey. Earlier, we saw Jack Ramsey get his retina imprinted. So, like, he would like, he created a file so that he could look at other things at the robotics place presumably that's how luther was able to gain access to his retina file so that he could map that retina onto a glass eye and then use that glass eye to access the retina drive it feels like a lot to be able to have to get into whatever um so we see him do that and then we see jack ramsey get here um and uh, they realize, I guess that he's been there. Um, they, they talk to him on the phone or, or something. He calls the station um, they see him on the on the closed circuit TV or whatever. Uh, and then they realize he's been at Ramsey's station. He walks over and they see Ramsey has a, a police file. His own police file is open to um, and it is it contains the school picture of Bobby. And so they rush over to Tom Selleck's house. And uh and they find uh Lois toppled over in the kitchen. Circuits all pulled out of her or whatever, right? Um and uh <laughs> and they're trying to like revive her or whatever and Tom Selleck is could not care could not care less. Yeah. Like he obviously has been very like He's treating. He says Lois is a member of the family, and it's honestly, it's like somebody knocked over his microwave. Hundred percent, give a damn at all. Um, now Bobby is missing, and they're trying to find out like where where he went or whatever. And they finally are able to like reboot enough of her circuits so that she can tell him what happened. A, a very unpleasant man came in, and uh, he took Bobby with him, um, and so. Uh, but here's what I mean. It listen, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to like armchair quarterback your <laughs> super villainy here, Gene Simmons. But what you do is you put one of your murder chips inside Lois and you, you have got like a party. million of them, you got a million of them, and honestly, that would make for a much more, uh, um poignant scene if Tom Selleck has to kill Lois because otherwise she's going to kill him and it would be really cool if like Lois because she's a way more advanced version than the Hatbox 3000. If she's like "Um, uh, Sergeant Ramsey, I do not wish to do this. My circuits are making me attack you. I am very sorry. Uh, Dr. Luther came in. He took Bobby to and like, she's trying to avoid like her involuntary attacks long enough for the brain inside her to tell her what, tell him what happened. Like, and then I'm so sorry. I love you. Like there could be like some really good stuff there. Um, uh, it's it, Or, or he could have actually cared about her and knowing he had to switch her off forever would have been a hard situation for him. But no, he doesn't give it. Karen Thompson cares more about Lois in this. Yeah.
1: than he does. Than
0: Tom Selleck does. It's a very odd thing that that, that they do um but he he um the phone rings again it's a landline wall phone in the future um but he like hello uh, they could not even
1: imagine cordless phone technology no, no, as an no, innovation but,
0: yep um uh it's also that weird pale yellow color that all the all the kitchens were uh. like that's the touch Oh, uh, uh. um so he gets on the phone and we hear part of the conversation, but not all the conversation. um And Karen's like, "I'm coming with you to where where, where he's taken Bobby." He's like, "No, no, no, I, no." He said, "He said I'd come alone. If I if if I come if I um if I if he sees you, he'll kill Bobby. I gotta do this by myself." But 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 no no buts. He's like um just uh, uh, if I tell you, do you promise you won't come? I was like. Why would you even think that? Of course she'll come if you tell her. And then he actually goes, you know, that's a dumb idea. And he leaves. He, like, doesn't tell her. So she's able to, like, get Lois up enough so that she can recount what was said on the phone. And he gives her the address. It is the same uh, open-air construction uh, size skyscraper they went to earlier in the film.
1: Where he was not wearing a hard hat. And they could have just killed him then.
0: And so he he comes, he goes, he goes there by himself. Pulls up. And there's that, that... that elevator he wouldn't get on earlier because it was too scary. He's he uh, he gets there and you can hear from the top floor i guess shouting down um Gene Simmons go, "Don't worry, those spiders won't hurt you." Uh and I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Look at them. Like you could just kick them and they just go flying. <laughs> like they're made out of tin foil." What Let are you t- um uh they're they're uh, they, they 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 won't they won't hurt you. Uh, get on the elevator and come up to the top floor. And he does. Uh, and he wants the rest of the, the, the templates. And he's got Bobby up there. And he says, uh, um, uh, he gets up there. He's like, all right, I'll give you your templates. I'll give you all the stuff. Uh, and just let my son go. And Luther lets him go. He's like, okay, get on the elevator and go down to the bottom. Says, says Dad. But Dad, I want you to come with me. You go. I got to stay up here. And so then he does. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Those spiders are programmed to kill the first thing that steps off that elevator. Bobby hit the hit the stop button or whatever, right? Um I can't dad it's not working. Oh no. And then Karen Thompson shows up and she's able to like uh because she hasn't stepped off the elevator, the spiders won't attack her. So she climbs up to like the second floor and is able to like grab him off the elevator as it comes down and like pulls him up there. they're standing on the second floor they're just standing there waiting they, they can't do anything she's a girl what's she gonna do help she's um so uh, so then it's Tom Selleck up there and uh, and uh, Luther starts shooting the Star Wars the Star Wars student film ass gun at him um, <laughs> but misses because apparently this gun misses when it wants to when the, when, the, when the story needs him to so then he he um, he jumps onto the elevator and hits the down button but it won't go down and then he hits the up button, and it goes all the way to the top. And um, he's at the top. He's dealing with all the vertigo, and then you hear the, the, the unmistakable sound of the spiders, which is, you know, what it sounds like you know those little you ever, you ever have those little chintzy little uh, uh, uh plastic wind up toys where you turn the, yes. the knob on the side. It sounds like that, but like cranked up. Um, like, oh, no, that's definitely not the sound you want. There's the, you can actually hear the gears turning. Um, but anyway, they get on the elevator with him, right? He is able to kick one of them off the elevator. But then they jump up on, onto the, the, the chain link or whatever on either side of him, and they shoot him with acid. Because he because you hear Luther go, those spiders are amazing, aren't they? They're filled with acid. And I was like, Oh, I okay. Uh so they, they squirt acid in his cheeks, which just gives him like some weird bruising, uh, a little bit of burns, but nothing else. Like, if it's acid, I feel like it would do worse. But pretty weak ass um, acid, yeah. Yeah. So uh he's trying to get the 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 elevator has stopped. He's trying to get the reset button to work. Um and it sa- so he opens up this thing, says Uh, hit reset button, located here, and it's pointing underneath the elevator. Why would you manufacture an elevator where if it's broken and you're inside it, the only way for you to fix it is to get underneath it? I feel like that's a design flaw. Or, like, have
1: robots that can come fix it or what? Like, everything's robotics, right? So...
0: Um, he swings himself down onto the underside of this thing while like holding himself up. Like it's the monkey bars and trying to crawl across the bottom of this thing. And then he's trying to hit the button. meanwhile, there are more of these little spiders and he's able to like kick them off, hit them with a, with a pole or something. And he's able to hit the button and he swings back up there and it goes down just far enough to be at uh, uh, Luther's level um and Lou, like jean simmons who has been just glowering at the camera be it being a bad actor this whole time now turns it up a million times yes it's like he's gonna, rrr, 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 rrr. everything is said through clenched teeth his big eyes oh i'm gonna get you i don't like you at all uh and um so uh What happens exactly? All I know is that Gene Simmons has a microfilm. Um, Is there a fight scene on the elevator? The only thing I remember is that uh, Gene Simmons, oh, they're on the elevator. And um, somehow Tom Selleck turns the elevator uh, going down at an incredible rate of speed. Yes. That's That's what it is. And then he hits the brake. And Tom, and this, because he's laying down, it doesn't affect him. But Gene Simmons loses his balance because the brakes are hit so fast while going so fast. And he falls out of the elevator. He is the first person to come out of the elevator. The elevator. and So the spiders are activated. And all of them attack him. And his eyes go crazy. And he's ah, as he is, like, all, all of his orifices are injected with acid. And then um, he is dead, lying there with his eyes wide open. Right. Um, Tom Selleck has a brief reunion with his with his uh, with his um, partner and his uh, son, and then he goes over to check the dead body of Gene Simmons, who promptly jumps back to life in a ju- a full jump scare where he reaches up and grabs Tom Selleck by the throat. Ah. And Tom Selleck reacts like this. <laughs> Tom Selleck completely no-sells the villain of the film, coming back to life and attempting to strangle him, completely no-sells it. And then he dies for real. Um, and then Bobby, I guess, goes out to the car?
1: Yeah. Or something?
0: Um, and Gene Simmons lights on fire. Um, and, uh, so then he's standing there with Karen Thompson, um, and, uh, talking about, uh, being a part, I guess now we're really partners or whatever. And then, uh, and then he says to her, can you cook? And she's like, I better give him a big old kiss so he knows that I can cook. And also I can't wait to be his his wife who just stays at home and cooks for Bobby and never like, and then, then there's a shower of sparks that come down through the entire closing credits as they make out standing there as sparks fly all around them. Any, any, any one of which could ignite all of the hairspray she has in her hair. She's not <laughs> at all cons- concerned by any of that. But I love that. They're like, basically let's be really romantic. Can you cook? Can because, you cook. Because in a world, however advanced robotically it may be, in a world where all the lady cops have to wear skirts and high heels, the most important thing for a prospective girlfriend is, can you cook? cook? Now, I will forgive it slightly because it does seem that Jack Ramsey himself cannot cook, which is why he got the model of robot that is the can cook cook for for him. But it just does really reek of like, I won't marry you unless you can cook.
1: And um, just that's the first thing he says to her in a quote unquote romantic fashion. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um,
0: and I wanted to, I also want to make sure I give them their props because uh, I made sure and watched all the credits all the way to the end because I wanted to know. <clears throat> Here we go. Robotic Systems International is the name of the company that ro- spider robots made by. Robotic Systems International. I can only assume that they went out of business shortly after the release of this movie, because they were given credit for making this these ridiculous things.
1: They're awful. They're, They're awful. awful. They're awful. And I don't know, as probably as a battlebots aficionado myself, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just insulting. But it's just, there's so much that's weird about it. That whole ending scene, I'm like, why didn't they just try and kill Tom Selleck the first time he was there? And they could have just had the robot malfunction and kill them with the concrete. Like, the whole ending hour of this movie like could have gotten cut out. And second of all, I kind of said it already, but like they, it feels like they go so far out of this way to include robots... In, the, in a movie that's about robotics. Like, there's so many... You don't have, like, a mastermind that's not visible in a cave somewhere, like, having the robots trying and taking them out as much... Like, we should not see Gene Simmons at the crime scene at the restaurant. Like, Gene Simmons should be, like, in in the Batcave or whatever, like manipulating robots yeah. in this world to try and take them out. And then we see them at the end because they've chased him down. But like all the fight scenes and the stuff with Kirstie Alley, like it, it's so superfluous to any of this. It's kind of insane, kind of insane.
0: What, what's insane to me is that if this was a movie made in 1984 starring a bunch of people who didn't make any movies after 1989, you know what I mean? Who you never yeah. heard from again? Um, uh, like perhaps if it was directed by a director, written by him, and you were like, well, that's the only thing that guy ever did. Okay. But this is Michael freaking Crichton. Like I don't know how many New York Times bestsellers he wrote. Um, like Jurassic Park, Andromeda, Strain, Sphere, all these major movies and, and TV and uh, TV movies and and and, uh, and and novels that he wrote and screenplays that he wrote, and this is the first thing he ever directed, I believe, and also the last thing. Uh, but uh, but there's that that it came from his mind, and it was his script, his idea, and he got to see it put into work. It wasn't like he wrote the script and then some other director ruined it. Right. This was his vision realized to his own ideas. Um, And uh, they got Magnum PI again, Magnum, Tom Selleck, who like there, there were not.
1: Gene Simmons was a huge deal
0: in 1984. Right. Right. Yes. Um, Yes, he was. But like, but like, that's like a, a little novelty hey, Gene Simmons, big rock star in a movie. Like, that's a novelty. They built this whole thing on the back of Tom Selleck being yeah. one of the 10 biggest celebrities in America. Like, like Magnum P.I., my, my, my grandmother watched the episode while taping it so she could watch it right after the episode aired. She loved Magnum P.I. This is a woman who was in her 60s and was like, like, so like he had this, he was a huge, huge celebrity. Right. And, and they were like, let's take this huge TV celebrity. We're going to make him a movie star. Um, this also, I do wonder this because TV contracts were usually laid out in a certain number of years. I'm wondering if this was around when he'd be doing renegotiations and if this movie had been a hit, he'd been like, "I'm going to Hollywood, bitches!" But instead, like, "No, no, this is terrible. Come back, come back to Hawaii, Magnum." Yeah, and honestly, living in Hawaii for like six months, seven months out of the year, not making bad. TV, not bad, not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. Um, so yeah, I'm honestly, it's it's a good it's a good thing for him. This thing didn't hit because it would have been pigeonholed into robotic uh, cop movies for the rest of his life.
1: Oh boy. He, this feels like if you remember the Netflix show of Glow, what um, Mark Maron's character as the has been was doing. <laughs> like this is what that feels like. It's so dumb, and again, like the lack of effort around the actual robots is kind of what mm-hmm. surprises me. Right. Like that this whole thing is based on technology, and not only is it superfluous to the plot that it's about but like they look terrible like you almost have to I'm gonna have to keep the flick in so that you go and watch it so that you see how bad the robots actually look the spider ones look like like they look like props in a haunted house from when you're a kid like yeah. they're real real bad real real yeah. bad kind of it's um, kind of fun
0: yeah I I I have to keep I mean like I it's a it's a terrible movie. Don't get me wrong, but I highly recommend it. Yes. Like, that you have to watch. how Like, it's streaming on Amazon Prime uh, or, or Tubi. I think it's on Tubi. Tubi,
1: Tubi yeah. Amazon? Tubi for free. For, you can watch yeah, it Tubi for, for free. You love it. Up. For,
0: you can watch it for free on tubi.tv. Um, and listen, no matter what we say, we, we're not doing it justice. Like, no. it is
1: even just cuz we can't even convey the weight that everything is assigned like it is so dramatic at points in this movie for these joke looking props mm-hmm. um and the it has a Jack cast like you have Tom Selleck, you have Kirstie Alley um i was surprised cuz i was like oh this is going to be one of those things where it's like Tom Selleck does his best with it but like he doesn't like him, no selling the climax no. of the movie is pretty hilarious to me. Like he he has no facial expression whatsoever when the villain who tried to murder you and your kid and your partner comes back to life. Like he does not try <laughs> in this at oh, all.
0: No, um, no, no. There's there's very little. There's so little effort being put into it. It is yeah. like he's putting effort into how badly he is wanting out of the movie.
1: Yeah, it's like he knew what he got himself into by the end of this, for sure. Wow. It's yeah, Even it's them like sure. going through the cornfields, they're like going through them like in sync together, like yeah. it's it's so um it's so much worse than we've even told you.
0: <laughs> no, right. And you have to watch it.
1: Yes, you absolutely do. I have to mm-hmm. Is it a good movie? Absolutely not. No. It, are we keeping the flick in? I think we yeah. have to because it's. Yeah. It's. That I mean, level. like,
0: like it's, it's one, it's, it should, it should be like a legendary thing. It should be a rite of passage that everyone should have to. Like, it should be like a leg, Like, oh my god, this movie is so bad. You have to see it. Like it, it is. I cannot believe that I, I was alive when this came out. I was not of the age that I would have been able to see it. I was like five, but I can't believe I was alive when this came out and lived cognizant of everybody involved in it. Michael Crichton, Tom Selleck, Gene Simmons, and Kirstie Alley, Like, and the guy who was the bad cop on Police Academy. Like, I knew all these people, and no one mentioned to me there was a movie that was this movie. I had to find it myself when I was in my 40s. This is a movie that it, had I known it existed when I was 20, I would have watched it every year of my 20s. I would have brought people over to have parties to watch. How crazy and bad and dumb this movie is. This
1: should is. have the same believe. following as The Room. Like, this should be the same as The Room, if not more. It, I, don't, like- I don't...
0: It is... Wow, man. It is bad. And you gotta see it. So we're gonna keep the flick in. Um, Next week, we don't know what we're gonna do, but, uh, you know, I'm sure maybe if it's bad and also not watchable, then we will tell you to get the flick out of here! Bye, everybody. Uh, Have a wonderful uh, weekend. R-E-S-P-E-C-T Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird Subscribe now